Good afternoon and welcome to FTU Cast. Been a hot minute, but you're with Alex, Yoni, and Jesse in for a lot of topics. Football's been crazy for the last couple of weeks, but before we get into it, how are we doing? Pretty good. good. Mate. I just want to say I didn't realize we were in America. Nice gun show. Oh yeah, no, I thought guns were illegal. <laughs> What's going on here? I don't know. I don't know. The fact those are the fact those. Sun's um, out, guns out. Oh, uh, the sun was out. It was actually very it's been a very, very good uh, good weekend in Melbourne. I heard it's been scorching where you are, Yoni, in Sydney. Today at mine. And you're wearing a jumper. That's weird. Well, uh, aircon's on. Okay. That doesn't make it any better, but sure. Just turn the aircon uh, off. <laughs> yeah, just turn this or just, you know, grow up. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The irony in the, in- of it, like a 20-year-old saying that to a 36-year-old. All right. <sighs> And you're an old man, geez. Wow, you are old. I'm like 20. Come on. George <laughs> is not the pod. <laughs> Definitely not. I still get asked for ID. Think about that for a second. Um, look, <laughs> in thematically, with, go on, what are you going to say? I, I, think, I think that's got nothing to do with what you look like. And, oh, it does. Uh, oh, I was just say, come on, let's just, let's, let's, we're all friends here. No, 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 it's okay. Let's move on. Uh, okay. That's, I don't uh, want to get sure, cancelled. Sure. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I, I think I know what you're getting at then. Um, look, speaking of you, Jesse, we see that your um picture on this on this uh recording is uh of Joachim Anderson. Um, so we'll start today's topics with um everyone's favorite team, Manchester United. It's everyone's favorite team, but Yoni's and mine because they give us depression every single week. Um, Yoni, you went to sleep at halftime, right decision given daylight savings. Um, so it lost an hour of sleep. So I've lost an hour of sleep watching that shit, but have you managed to catch up on, on the remainder of the game? Yeah, yeah. I watch it in the morning. Fun times. Go to the gym, put it on, cry, lose your energy. I, I actually felt like a man and I played it in the morning. I was so tired. So Tired, yeah. laboured. Yeah, not yeah. a good performance. Um, It's just another... It, it's hard to, to really explain how, how bad we've been. Um, last night, I mean... Final, final third thing, because... I feel like what I always see Man do is run forward, get to the final third, pass sideways, pass back. Like it's just a lot of that. There's no like penetration when a team is actually like sitting deep. Mm. It's like we just don't know how to break down defenses. We just don't because our defense now has been short up a little bit with Ran coming back, with Amrabat going into the side. Like it's like we're, we're not really like you know losing the midfield or leaking goals. Which is good, um, but like we just can't break teams down. I, I don't get it. I, I really don't. And I know like we should have had a penalty, blah 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 blah. But who cares? We shouldn't be relying on handball decisions to get a one-one with Crystal Palace at, at home. Yeah, but we're not good at um, like you know, not like good in one general. Touch, one touch kind of movements, like you know when you think of like Arsenal's best goals, like that Ramsey goal or whatever, like from a decade ago, or whatever the case is. Like, oh yeah, one 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 one. We have like none of that, and I, I don't we never do that. that level. I'm just saying, like, if it's, if if a team sits deep, we need that pretty much. Or we need yeah. really like the runners to actually make good runs. Like on the left, we're useless with Rashford. Like at least Pelistri kind of <clears> does <throat> a lot of running, and he kind of like yeah. does try to do a lot of one twos. But Rashford's like, let me get the ball, let me run at a player, <laughs> run a little bit more, miss the and lose the ball. Like I've just summed up Rashford in the last seven games. You know yeah. who would be really good for United right now? Jaden Sancho. <laughs> I think I, know. I reckon he'd be pretty that's decent. Like, well, that's it's um imagine if him and Palistri played together. I actually think the two of them, if you managed to chuck them on like kind of like to play together, that'd be so good because they, they do have that kind of like style. Mm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, because look, Jan Sancho is just one one factor across like a multitude of issues that have, you know that you don't have ran into across the season, you oh. know, with the whole Greenwood saga, Anthony's back training, but that's still, it's, that's still a bit of a, bit of a cloud hanging over the squad. But Sancho, I mean, yeah, it's been what, three weeks since the Arsenal, since the Arsenal game where he got called yeah, out by Ten Hag. Well, apparently all it's going to take is an apology for calling Ten Hag a liar and Sancho's not doing it. But on the other hand, he's, he's up till three in the morning playing FIFA and not even winning. So like if you're gonna be up late, like you know, at least like so win your win your ultimate team games. Yeah, I know he's, he's he's true to form, but um, what do we think? I mean, like I've got my opinions, but I'll I'll leave both yourself, Yoni, as a fan, and then Jesse as um from like the outside perspective. Like, what do you guys think of this whole Sancho situation? Like, just as a as a whole, he's a muppet. That's reasonable, Jesse. Um, look, I reckon 
I reckon United just got to ease up on him, to be honest. I think um, he had the same kind of problems at uh, Dortmund. Still managed to work with Dortmund and like the few managers that they had still performed. So I think United... Uh, look, I think... He's been given enough opportunity at United to fix this and he hasn't and he hasn't even performed and at least at Dortmund he was performing when this is happening. Like he's just not performing. Like it's a fact. Like and it's not just now, it's over the last... I mean, he rocked up at United and got played out of position, lost his confidence. Yeah, I also... Last season to bring him back. I think it's just like, we don't know what's, you know, what maybe there's something else that's going on that he's just not telling anyone. I think a lot of people, you know, were quick to um, embrace Dali Ali when he came back and, you know, made all these, like, when he spoke about all of his mental problems and everything that he's been going through. And then yeah. three weeks after that interview, everyone's hanging shit on Sancho almost immediately. Yeah, um, yeah. but but if you're going think- to go down that route, you're going to have to say this about every player ever who's underperforming and therefore, like, he can just be like, oh, I don't. I don't think players should be immune to criticism. That's like, don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I don't think players should be abused or you know all the shit that they not get. Being abused by Ten Hag. Like, oh he, yeah, obviously he's not being abused by Ten Hag, but he's probably like, that's it's a factor though. He's probably being abused by fans. I I haven't looked for his Instagram, but I imagine. I mean, you know, well, he's he's leaving his Instagram now. He's he's blacked out. Like he's completely wiped yeah. off his account. Um, no, look, you definitely shouldn't be abusing the bloke, but United fans are just, I mean, we're all a bunch of idiots, let's be honest. Like, I mean, I hate our fan base if I'm being, if I'm being honest. If he wants to stop being abused, say sorry. Well, uh, but I I think, that's not going to stop it, though. I mean, like, no, no, it's you look not. At, I think... It will put him, uh, apparently, look, into Hugs good books where he can play again and prove to the fans that he actually wants to be there as opposed to just the, moaning and crying. Look, the one thing, the one thing, I don't know why, why I'm holding on to this, um, but the one thing that... Like, I mean, look, you're never going to stop the abuse from the fans because the fans are the fans. They're just going to be loud, they're vocal, they're vitriolic. Like, we have a huge fan base. You're just going to get a lot of idiots everywhere. But the one thing with, like, if you look at things like the Ten Hag side of things is that at the end of the day, Ten Hag gave him three months off last year to sort to sort, his, sort himself out, get his head right, get his, get his body right and everything. So for Sandra to have called out, to pretty much call Ten Hag a liar and, like, you know, blast him out on social media, like in the Instagram story, to say that about the coach that invested has invested a lot of time and effort into you is a bit of a slap in the face for Ten Hag. Like, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't tolerate any abuse or anything like that. And, you know, you want to see him get better. You want to see him sort his life out. But there comes a point where it's like, okay, you're on 350 grand a week. Not saying that money makes you immune to any problems because it definitely doesn't. You can, any person in any walk of life can have problems. But there comes a point where it's like, you're just not being professional at this point. You're not, you can't be, you can't expect, people to help you if you're not willing to help yourself you can't be like oh i'm gonna you know oh ten hug is saying i'm a bad professional blah 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 but then it's like but maybe you are like i mean if the manager thinks not training hard enough maybe look at yourself and think maybe i'm not training hard enough and also to say oh i'm a good trainer blah blah but then you're getting caught out at three in the morning playing pro clubs playing ultimate team like the, I mean, all, when all you have to do is say, look, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have posted. I want to be better. And then just integrate, reintegrate yourself back into the side. F- me personally, I just don't understand why that's so hard. Cause that, cause that's, that's very lenient. If I'm being honest, like just, a, just a simple, sorry to get him back into the good graces. That's very lenient. I mean, I know we, it gets a bit tiring talking about Sir Alex, but really if a player is publicly blasting the coach like that, that's, you, you can't undermine the manager. The United haven't have had enough of a problem with player power over the last 10 years. The last thing we need is to have another player who's unprofessional win 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 ahead of the manager. We let it happen with Pogba Mourinho, and then what ended up happening out of that? Nothing. We just still we're still shit. Are we going to let it happen again with Sancho? We're we're letting Sancho win over Ten Hag when, in all honesty, Ten Hag has been the best thing that's happened to us since since Sir Alex. Okay. Now, I, I do want to talk about Vidal because I don't actually know what he said. <laughs> Jesse, do you want to do you want to do, you want to do a bit of hey, yeah, do you have anything so, to, Actually, oh. Jesse, do you have anything to say about like my little monologue there or not? Look, I look, I agree with you, but I I still think at the same like it's hard to say without knowing like inside like what's going on. I don't necessarily think Sancho is wrong to pull Ten Hag out, but maybe not publicly. 
as he did. Well, um, because for? like if you he said he was a scapegoat, what was he said he was a scapegoat, um, well, and you know he had been training hard, and Ten Hag wasn't selected him. I think that's the gist of everything. And look, I don't necessarily disagree with what Sancho said because I don't, I don't, I don't watch the trading. I don't know if tra- Sancho did train hard, but like to see, you know, you, Ten Hag's playing um, Martial over Sancho like at the time as a, in a strike position. We know Sancho can play as a false nine. He did it in the, your preseason and he did it well. So like, the, the, if you're getting that guy starting every game because you don't have your striker and Sancho's being left on the bench and not starting, like, I, I don't necessarily disagree with Sancho calling it out. Maybe just not publicly. It's not publicly. Got, like, you guys, that's you the got, thing. That's yeah. the thing. Like, it should, probably shouldn't have been on an Instagram story. Yeah. I think should Sancho like, should turn around, turn around and apologize, saying, <laughs> I didn't mean, I shouldn't have done it publicly. But, like, he, he Ten Hag does need to realize, like, you're rewarding someone that even United fans were thinking was playing like shit. I wanted Sancho to play. I was yeah. saying it, I think, like, literally the day before. But... I'd like, yeah, I'd like Sancho to play. And I can't talk. I've wanted him at the club for years, to be fair. Like, I mean, so that's kind of making my own bed. But the thing, yeah, the thing, is, as you both mentioned, is, yeah, him doing it publicly. We are just, we can't keep things in-house. Leaks, social media stories, whatever it may be. We just can't do anything in-house. I really don't know why. I mean, I, I know like these days it's hard to keep things in-house given the world we live in, but I mean, God, you guys are a bunch of adults. Just behave that way. Um, but Jesse, do you want to mention the Vital things and, and fill Yoni in on what Vital said about Ted yeah. Hag? It's, so, like, it's something. So I was, not everybody in the world likes Ted Hag. Um, so Arturo Vidal, uh, he doesn't even play in Europe anymore. Uh, is he still out. playing in Brazil or is he I believe finished? so. I don't think he's retired just yet. I'm not a hundred percent too sure. Yeah, he still plays in Brazil. Um, but anyway, he came out and he goes <laughs> on on Ten Hag. He said that coach came in badly. How are you going to take out Cristiano Ronaldo? That's how these guys are. He was a top scorer. And he takes him out. These bold guys are very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's not a fan of Pep as well. Bit, it must have must been. Yeah, yeah, he played on the Pep at um Bayern. So he was a regular. He was a regular starter under Pep. Uh, Vidal does talk a lot of shit. I remember um, right before the Bayern versus um, Barca game when we beat them 8-2, he's like, oh, it's time to show Bayern that they're not in the Bundesliga anymore. And then oh, because he was at Barca at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, was, he wasn't just commentating randomly. He, was, he yeah. just said it like, and he played in the game and he was horrible and it was like the worst <clears> perform- <throat> performance by Barca all season. And I think... It was, like ever. Like, yeah, I think it was like someone someone replied after it to the tweet and was like, yeah, it wasn't the Bundesliga because you guys are fucking garbage. At least the Bundesliga <laughs> puts up a fight. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny as well. Like, I mean, you guys know, like, I mean, I'll kiss the ground that Ronaldo, Ronaldo walks on. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Ten Hag was right to drop Ronaldo. He was out of form. And then Ronaldo gave his whole, you know, tantrum to the media. So more than that as well. Like, let's not forget, yeah. Ronaldo left early during preseason in, in a game. Yeah. No Tottenham. No, it was no, Tottenham. Tottenham. No, he didn't do. He didn't do. He didn't do preseason. No, he didn't do preseason because he wanted to leave. But then also he was dealing with. There was, no, no. There was something else where there were nine players who had an issue. I don't know what it was, but they everyone. Oh no, no. We had some game at Old Trafford, and then he a bunch of players got subbed off at halftime. Then he like, and then he was one of them, and they all just fucked off at yeah. halftime. Yeah, and then we had the Tottenham thing as well. So yeah, I will stand by. You know, Ten Hag. Get, yeah. I don't think Ten Hag is the issue. And I know some people in the no, group seem to think Ten Hag is. I think, <clears throat> I don't think the owners are the issue at the moment. Like, I know overall they're the issue, but I don't think they're not the what what's wrong with the club playing at the moment. It's not nothing to do with them. So people going, oh, it's not Ten Hag, it's not the players, it's the owners. No, it's not. It's the way the players are playing at the moment. That's the issue. Um, you're also everything. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot wrong. It's so it's so holistic. The whole problem's so holistic. You you can't pinpoint on one thing. And I think Alex said it before. It's insanity to think that if you get rid of Ten Hag, you're going to get suddenly we'll have a new manager come in and everything will be perfect. We've thought that with Mourinho. We thought that with Van Gaal. We thought that with Ole. Even when it looked good, we thought that with Eric Ten Hag. And yet things still aren't working. And you know, it's literally the same cycle every time. Like it, and, it's mm. actually, I like the same cycle. No one can argue about it. And all those, all these people, every, wait, wait, every 
you know, transfer window. And we only get the players we want at the end of the transfer window, really, in regards to actually getting them to, to play. Like Amrabat, Amrabat, for two months we wanted him. We only got him on the last day. Then that means it takes about... And that was a loan. And a loan. And that was a loan, not even like a proper transfer. And, 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 and But I don't even know if that's like... I can't say that's the owners. That could be Richard Arnold. That could be like the fact that we don't have a director of football still. Like there's a million things wrong with this club it's and you can't just say it's one thing this and that and that but the issue is in order to get the biggest fix possible it, you need to get rid of the owners so the owners can get new ceos a tra- like a director of football and whatever and actually start caring about the club because it's clear players don't care because if they did they would fix what's happening underneath them that's I feel like they have though they put in a new ceo they got rid of ed would um yeah, back in the day. Yeah, because, because they, of all they the pressure and, and the new CEO was um I believe the CFO or something before. It's not like he was suddenly new to Man United. No, John John Murta and Richard Arnold are currently like like the decision makers. Like one's the yeah, CEO and they, one's they, the one's the director of football, but yeah, neither so are like not good a at what they do. He's not a doff. No, no, no they, he's he's a he's he's the director of the football department. So not like same, same no, shit. Yeah, it's not. But, it's but that's the thing, though. It's like un, under what actual director of football does under Woodward or whatever his name was. You guys were all it was all one thing: commercial yeah. and football, all but, in one. Yeah, now it's split. That's true. We're still living like we're still living with the consequences of Ed Woodward as well. Like, look at the contracts that we still like Maguire. We can't get rid of. That's Ed Woodward's fault. You know, like. You, you gotta understand like, Mc, that's what i'm saying scott it's McDick, more than just scott McDick, yeah it's, it's the players and these are players that we had because of the situations that we've had and like i even and i've said i worry about having bruno actually it, it really i feel like he he's kind of almost the reason we can't open up teams when they have a low block because he's really good at the counter attack and getting like the right through ball and this and that whatever but Initially, when he moved to us, he was very good at opening a defense that was low block, but he hasn't done it for like a year. Like I just want to a concern of mine. But my one question for anyone who says ten hug out, who do you get? Oh, well, that's God. the other yeah, thing because that's, that's everyone's always thing. like, everyone's sure, like, that will fix everything because like and everyone's like, oh, cycle. exactly. Everyone's like, oh, Zidane will come. No, he won't. Oh, he no, he's not. Because we've, man's, we've man's been... been waiting for France the entire time <laughs> he left Madrid. He doesn't want to yeah. go anywhere. Every every time well, he, he doesn't speak, he doesn't speak English for starters. Yeah. Says that. <laughs> and like the only clubs I could imagine him going to are clubs that he played for because he literally could have gone to PSG. Yeah, to yeah. PSG Why offered him a contract. Mm-hmm. He said no. Fucking like I think you know Marseille offered him a contract and he said no. unless he that's his goes uh, unless he goes back to Madrid and runs it back a third time. <laughs> or he takes over from Juventus because, you know, the Allegri's, you know, it's a bit of a cloud with him. Well, yeah, we're not getting Zidane. I've heard people say Potter, and it's like, but Potter, like, you're going to get Potter after what just happened at Chelsea. Everyone's like, you're going to get the Zerbi. And well, it's like, but what's like, I, really different to what Eric Ten Hag did? Well, well, exactly. And, and like, people, and like, this is this is where, like, and I think I mentioned this in our watch along, uh, our watch along for, NL, for the NLD last week, is that a lot of these pundits just, just watch, just watch, like, they're very, like, um, insulated um in in terms of watching england everyone's like oh who's this ten hag and it's like do people forget that this guy was like one kick away from a champions league final he also built like amazing ajax squads i actually a bit of a joke before he came in and then he got them back and they're they're a joke now we'll touch on that later (laughs) will um like are people forgetting just because ten hugs struggled a little bit with united even though, like last season, we actually had a good season. Right. Bowl metrics last season. With them. That's what people exactly forget. like. It's uh, Moisey struggled, Van Hal struggled, and you Mourinho can see the struggled. Like come Ten Hag's put in place, and as much yeah. like um and at Spurs, like I don't. It's way too soon to say and just having the same effect, but like you can see that he's changing the mindset of the club. Yeah, and yeah. He's putting the fans first and all that. It's not like Mourinho or Conte who you know didn't care. They just thought, took it as a paycheck, and yeah. like. There is no manager that could replace Ten Hag at the moment. Like I just said, Potter, no. Deserby, why not to be rude, but why would he want to leave Brighton? Yeah, why would he? They're performing well at the moment. Unless he does go to Madrid, like you mentioned, yeah. you mentioned Jesse, they might look at him. Um, you know, you could go Nagelsmann. He doesn't or he just took over Germany, so never mind. Um, but like there's no there's no decent manager out at the moment that's yeah. available. And if there is, there's a very good reason why they're not. Um, exactly and and as well like from mine and yoni's perspective when we sacked ollie and we had the rainy like you know in, interim pe- period 
you know, obviously the media were doing everything they could to get Poch United. Some people were also, you know, peddling Conte to you us. So? Yeah, and it's just like, well, for starters, yeah, Poch, look how good Poch is doing at Chelsea. So love how the media aren't going to pile on him, but that's its own topic. But we would be we would be hypocrites to then like turn our backs on Ten Hag because this is the guy that we wanted, but we wanted him for a reason because we know he's a good manager. We know he can play good football. We know he can build culture in a squad. It just so happens that, Rana United is quite rotten, quite messy, and there's a lot that needs to be resolved. This has been the same issue for ten years, like that. Um, if we go back to our mate Will, the 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 um the meme that he shared, it's just the constant cycle. You get a manager, first season good, shit transfer window, shit performances. You get him out, reset. Van Hal had a good first season. We did nothing in the transfer window. He got sacked. Mourinho, Mourinho had a good couple of years, and and like it, look, if Mourinho and Van Hal, who are Champions League winners, can't get tunes out of the, out of this mob. What makes you think that, like, you know, Graham Potter or Pochettino, you know, it's just it, it's just ridiculous. Like the you club, the, the club's issues are so much bigger than any manager can can resolve on their own. It, it takes a takes a massive concerted effort. Like Pep Guardiola, this like Pep Guardiola is not going to get a tune out of this United team. Like, yeah, Pep Guardiola is you know arguably the best coach of all time, but the, the what he's got behind him at City is unparalleled. Like, it's yeah. it's it's a per- it's, like it's the, a perfect scenario. It's a perfect the scenario. massive the massive uh, difference between United and like, City at the moment uh, is like if Pep has a disagreement with a player, that player just gets kicked out immediately. Goes exactly. Look at Cancelo. Cancelo was the best fullback in the country. Though, gone. On top of that, though, you know what? Without a player, the media is like, oh, Pep's done the right thing for the club. This, this, and this. If Ten Hag's like, oh, this isn't right with this player, they're like, oh, screw Ten Hag. He's treating him wrong. He's doing this, mm. blah, blah, blah. Like, he has to cop a lot more shit. Um, I do want to say the other thing about the media and Ten Hag and Poch is that the Ten Hag, like, sorry, people now saying, oh, you know, it's only been seven games for Poch. We shouldn't judge him quite yet. And yet two games into last season when United lost the first two games, there were people like in the like pundits calling for his head, saying he should already be gone. He's out of like you know he can't wear the suit and all that kind of stuff. They're not doing that with Poch though, are they? So it's just the whole thing about like you create you get as many clicks as you can, you create as much drama as you can about Man United because that's what people yeah. want to see. And but that, creates, also that is... means that the fans want Ten Hag out because they're like buying into the media and shit yeah. Like but that. also as well, like Poch is a little bit of a media darling because he's coached in in the league before Proven so in the league. but like that's what i'm saying he's coached in the league before so he's familiar he's also like a like look for all for all these like you know flaws in terms of like maybe his style he's a he's a lovely bloke they yeah, love that whereas wait wait just one sec one sec he's a lovely bloke so they love they like that ten hug is just like and ten hug's dutch these people are just ridiculously blunt and i think it throws people off like when he's just he's gonna say how he feels it just throws people off how blunt he is and they don't they don't like it they also don't like that he's actually really good at dancing around not dancing around but he knows how to answer questions in a way that's not going to give them a headline so they just like they'll it's like they want to come at him with pitchforks which is just shit but you know it's the it's the belly of the beast unfortunately or the nature of the beast i should say so it's a bit shit but what are we going to say oni all of the all i was going to say was and i now forgot it doesn't matter oh my god oh geez well you know what i mean we can we can wrap on about uh, quickly go go Poch is proven in the Premier League, and yet with no tra- with no trophies, the Premier League <laughs> third place, I believe. Second, Eric Ten Hag, third place last season, but and the trophy proven in the Premier League, and the trophy, and the trophy. In, in England, in England. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Poch failed with like Messi and Amara and Babay. That's that's enough said. Uh, but we can look, we can bang on about United all day, and we probably will continue banging on with United because the problems aren't going to end anytime soon. But we'll go on to Ten Hag's former employers, Ajax, because <laughs> what the actual fuck is going on there? Um, what a, if you know, wants to maybe bring up like last week what was going on during our watch along. Um, so I don't know, Jesse, just, do you want to run us down? Do you want to run us down with us? Yeah, Ajax is currently uh, 14th in the league. Oh, um, that's like Chelsea level bad. Yeah, so there's only 18 teams in the league. So they're only two spots off uh, being in a relegation fight. I mean, yes, yes we're, they've only managed to play five games. So when most of the teams in the league have played seven. So it, like, yeah. <laughs> it's because like two of their games got called <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, losing four nailing. Yeah. So Ajax, they're all over the place. First off, Old mate Sven, who is their director of footballer, 
was pressuring Sven, Mislint, is I, I, I actually just had to like really scroll down significantly on the t- on the table to find Ajax. I know. Is this is this Sven <laughs> Mislintat Jesse the the DOF? Yeah. So oh, not not anymore. He's been fired. Um, but he <laughs> he brought in players that um he that his agency or an agency were saying to bring in um. And that's because that agency owned one of the company, like owned like his shares in the company that he owned or something. Something like yes. that. It was all it's all sketchy shit. And Ajax is now investigating it. Uh, but he's been fired on the on the one of their match days of uh, against Feyenoord. He was running around the Ajax offices demanding um, to that they sack the manager of Ajax. So he went a bit crazy. Um, so that's that. Then what else? Oh, so they play Feyenoord. You know their biggest rivals. Where's Where's Feyenoord on the table? Third. Uh, West Ajax 14th. So you know their biggest rival, um, oh, one of their biggest rivals in, in in the Netherlands. They're losing two 0 I think it was, or three 0 Um, and, and the game gets called off because the Ajax fans storm the pitch, throw flares, pretty much all that. Game got resumed on Wednesday behind closed doors, and it finished four 0 Um, with one of the Feyenoord players becoming the first player to score a hat trick, I think. Uh. For Feyenoord at, um, against Ajax at Ajax's home, which is pretty cool because you get to do it on two days. Hmm. Um, That's pretty funny. So imagine, yeah, doing that. Uh, furthermore, uh, so one of their all-time legends, uh, Marco Van Basten, um, he's pissed. So he, he he was out in the media saying, um, "We need to just stop professional football in the Netherlands." Yeah, uh, he said I, it keeps on happening. Yeah, I mean that if we can't behave normally in a setting, maybe we should just stop. It should be three nil to Fane. Make it five nil if they say we could have scored more. Like he's done. They're all done with it. The mayor of um, I I actually I don't even know what is that even the name. Amsterdam. That's the one. I was like, the, I capital, the, the capital city. Just in case you weren't sure. No, I did. I knew that. I just didn't know if I was like a town or something. Anyway, he's, oh he's he threatened to cancel um more matches if the hooliganism uh persists. So the fans are on notice. Fans obviously stormed the pitch. They were trying to break into the offices. Um, uh, and yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. They're not playing well. I mean, as they've won one game, um, even even their match uh, in Europe was shit. They they drew with Drew Wednesday. with um, Obama mm-hmm. Yang scoring scoring against them. So like Obama Yang, yeah. um, old mate, you know. He's still kicking around, kicking ass. I will say, gone are the days of uh, Johan Cruyff, of um, Dennis Bergkamp. You know, because Cruyff's dead. Even, even the Seb Haller days are gone. That's it. Yeah, they're not, they're not... a uh, manager that was really successful for them. Mm. Yeah. Um, don't know, but he's not as good as Poch. So, <laughs> oh, and so sorry, the director of football, or when he was storming around, um looking for the manager also was verbally abusing the players uh <laughs> calling them shit and all that so you know they're all over the place man they're all um, over the shop yeah and that's and it's not just ice too like it's an issue with dutch football at the moment of flares being thrown a bunch of games got cancelled at the end of last season too so it's a lot of a lot of fun a lot of fun in the netherlands and yeah uh, i know so almost like someone isn't talking about it and would rather just talk about United stuff. Will, uh, sorry, who, so, who, who? Sorry, just sorry. Just, Will. I, I missed it. Sorry, what was his name? Will Smith. Will Smith. Oh, like his wife. Yeah, yeah. Is he a right winger for United? Jeez, should be. Fucking. I think that's a good segue actually to the next segment. The fans being a bit rude. Uh, that wasn't the next segment, but I suppose we can talk about it. Jesse, you know you know more about this than anyone. There's been a lot of shitty fan behavior. Do you want to run by what's happened just in this past, like, what, five days, you said? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know what's going on with fans in Europe at the moment. Like, they're all over the place. Um, so, obviously, at the start of the week, we had the Atletico Madrid versus Real Madrid Derby. Um, and uh, the Atletico Ultras, you know, it's racism in Spain has gone too far. His ultras were uh you know hanging shit on an eight year old girl for having a Vinnie Jr. shirt on. So yes. first it was her first trip to uh 
see Real Madrid play. So it was her first ever football game. You know, she's gone to the game. They not only abused her for supporting Real Madrid, but they also started abusing her because of their nationality. This is eight year old. Um, no threatening. What to was her nationality? Oh, I think she's Spanish, but she's just black. Um, so you know they're being racist. Yeah, um, standard. Yeah, but let's not forget you can't you can't be rude to Greenwood in <laughs> over there. You can be racist. You can be mean to girls. Oh yeah, and then the, and then you've got all the fans in 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 Spain getting punished for saying uh, speaking German about Greenwood. All they're saying is the Greenwood the, but. Apparently they're all uh, getting threatened to fine. They're saying, yeah, I think it was die Greenwood die. They were saying or something like yeah, that. Yeah, was which it? is which is German for the the Greenwood the. No, oh, yeah. Shit. Oh my I god, like you're the worst. Like you're the Thank worst. You. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I just realized what you were getting at. <laughs> um, no, D but uh, D. Yeah, so yeah, Germany's uh making it big over there a lot of people speaking german around greenwood but that's not really like a fan issue that's just being smart i i can't say anything about greenwood on here but alex feel free to say your thoughts on greenwood real oh, quick. oh he's, he's a he's a rapist pig we want me to tell you thank you he's missing he's missing got away with it like i can't believe it well i mean that's thank spain's you. i mean spain's got a lot going on because you know they've obviously there was the rubiali situation he got he had to force he got forced to resign i actually saw his interview with Piers morgan where he kind of is like, I made a mistake, but like, um, I didn't do anything wrong. And it's like, it's the same thing with the Greenwood statement. It's like, you made a mistake, but you didn't do anything wrong. What is it? It's just yeah. like, and look, Ruby, I also smart because because he speaks English, but he gave his interview in Spanish just so he doesn't like get his words twisted. But he, he just screamed, it's like, it just screams the whole, like, I'm refusing to take responsibility. So, um, interesting times to be to be in spain to be to be spanish right now because yeah they they're women i mean i mean I know the entire women's team were boycotting the um men's national team also like i think did i think called our rubiales to resign so that's that's one thing um but that wasn't the extent of the fan problems jesse because you know you mentioned in yeah, our, like, so... preparation there was there's been a lot more i know of one the um Sheffield Wednesday situation, but there was the other one you mentioned about Newcastle making fun of Munich. I didn't hear about this, but please enlighten us. Yeah, yeah. So um, Newcastle fans, after their win against um, Man City, uh, were mocking the Munich air disaster. So the one wrong, wrong man United, uh, wrong Manchester club, but two like, what yeah. were they saying exactly? Like, what, <laughs> what exactly? What were they doing to mock it? Uh I don't recall. There's a video out. I haven't seen it. I've just seen the you know the police arrested them and all that. And they got names. Oh, they arrested. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Um, I don't know. Gonna look it up while you while you discuss it. Newcastle. Um, but, yeah. So they're uh, fucking yeah crazy over there. Um, Newcastle fans, and then obviously Northern, Northern it was in a it was in a crude video or something. Yeah. I'm oh, he's been named. He's been named. Yeah, I'm reading on the Daily Mail. Oh, we're all reading it. Oh, maybe I don't know. Um, why do you, I didn't get? Oh, apparently he mocked it up. He was mocking it after we lost to Bayern. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, he's been arrested now. He's been charged with it. With... Well, he's awesome. He, he's smart. Did it on social media yeah. on video. Absolute dickhead. Like you never do that shit on video. You want to get uh, caught. Well, it's just like the two Sheffield, uh, uh, sorry, two Southampton fans or Sunderland fans. I thought it was Sheffield Wednesday fans. No, no, because it wasn't it, what they do. Uh, uh, I know what they did. I know exactly what happened, but yeah, Jesse, tell us. So we all remember Bradley, uh, Glory. Um, he was a yeah. big, massive fan of Sunderland. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, two fans in the Sheffield Wednesday crowd were making fun of him. He's the kid that died. Um, the, the one, one that, was... that was friends with um Jermaine Defoe, like he had, had, that, yeah. had that like that terminal that terminal cancer or something. The poor kid. Yeah. So they were making fun of him, and uh, yeah, they've also been charged with that. They've been arrested, I think. Well, the guy's uh, been the guy's been named because I just I woke up this morning and I um was just flicking through social media and I saw I saw a TikTok about it and the guy was named um because they, they were showing like his photo. To the sun, like on their phones, I'll show they're showing it up yeah. on their phone, like to the Sunderland fans, like that, which is just like because he passed away a, a while ago. Now. It was like six years ago, but like the fuck, man, the guy was like five when he when he passed away. Six, yeah, just, yeah, like it's ridiculous. Just disgusting. 
but yeah, just bunch of wanker fans at the moment. It's fucking like get a grip, guys. It's a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, after the footy, yes, the um, the AFL yesterday, my mate, my mate said, I think it's just people kicking a leather ball around, isn't it? Like I don't know why we're making fun of races like being racist or sexist or uh, making fun of you know like air, airline disasters or you know dead kids oh 100 like, like oh, yeah, the the yes like, i'll be yes. honest like i'm not i'm not a collingwood fan and i hate that they won but you wouldn't see me saying anything about them at the moment so well exactly like the fuck it's just like i don't know what's what's wrong with people um it's been quite it's it's just sad i mean i don't get what compels people to behave that way over over a game exactly probably just frustrated with um not that in excuse but with the referee <laughs> is that is that your shitty attempt at a segue to the next topic because that was yeah. dreadful that was horrible <laughs> Leave but it to the I, I guess <laughs> bloody uh, passionate about it Oh, that's fine. No, because like that, I thought that's what we we're going to talk about next after Ajax and United. But I mean, we can get onto it now. Um, now, Jesse, you must be very lucky that you don't follow the Premier League because you don't have to see this fuckery every weekend. Because what the actual fuck was last night's VAR decisions? Every, Let's just every l- look. We'll right. we'll start. We'll start every week. Every week. Well, look, every year. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but. It, it is, um, which is funny because, like, this is it's having the opposite effect of what VAR is supposed to do. But we'll start with the most contentious match that happened overnight, which was uh, Liverpool. Okay. Yes, no, um, because <laughs> we're still shit, we're still shit without it. Um, Liverpool versus Tottenham. You know, I love making, I don't fun know what to say, much as the next guy, but you, not like this, no. And I think um, I think Gary Neville said it best. I'm United. I, I, but that that would, that would be for the best. But second to that, no, I didn't. I, I don't know. I don't know what Jack was. Um, Gary Neville said it best in terms of like I'm United, but I feel so sorry for Liverpool right now because like what the actual hell was that? Um, the offside. But it's okay. They they apologized. Yeah, which is good, good, good for I them. Like the offside, not. Like, oh, yeah, it's good because. No, I... did, did, did Wolves get a point back? No, we're not going to get three points, are we? So. Wait, wait, are we talking about um? Liverpool, 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 cool. Liverpool Tottenham. Just want to clarify. I just want to say something too. One, um, any like Liverpool fans upset about the decision? You've had a lot of decisions go your way against Tottenham in the past. Like I can, I will happily provide a lot of. Proof of that. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen the images. Don't worry, we've seen it all. Um, but um, moving on from that. Um, I just want to talk about McAllister on um Romero's Instagram. <laughs> he commented on normal when you play with twelve. So he's probably going to cop a, a ban from the FA about that. Um, I, and, I, I think it's fine. I think it'll be fine. The There's no account- accountability with the refs, and you can't even make fun of them. You can't even make that kind of comment or like say, uh, "Oh, the refs are being." Well, like, well, well, well I don't think. I think. I think it's a difference. like, is like, I can't say anything. It's expensive. Yeah, I just want to clarify. I I think you should be able to criticize the ref. I don't think you should just be able to say that they're you're playing with twelve men or something because that's 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 say yeah, and I think that should be an actual punishment. So you know he probably should be banned for at least one game. Um, in my opinion, you can't say that. Even um, another red card. Yeah. Um, but I just want to say Romero's reply to it was hilarious. Um, he was like, go cry at home. Looks like Messi's going to have to do some uh, uh, mediation between those two in the next Argentina call up because they're oh, not going to be yeah. happy with each other. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, is what it is. But, um, yeah, you just forget the old teammates because McAllister common Argentinian name, isn't it? Um, but the, I mean the whole game. I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's pretty funny that Tottenham barely barely won 90, 96 minute own goal to a team that were two men down. Jones's red card, I'm because it's the same as what happened to Casemiro against Southampton. And and, and look, I'm just gonna quickly say I had a bunch of because I was screaming about it. And I had a in the group, and I had a bunch of Liverpool fans. If you actually know the rules, well, okay, well, all right, let's keep that consistency now because the exact same thing. The ball he bounces up into his leg, and what I've actually learned now because I was just I was catching up on it um, earlier. The referee was only showing the still image of Jones making the connection. Yeah, 
which yeah. how how you can't like oh, a still image or slow yeah a still image or slow mo it's gonna make everything look worse it's gonna amplify everything you got to show it in real time because like you, you got to be empathetic to players and um i just want to bring up dermot gallagher my favorite referee who oh, fuck that cunt got asked why man united didn't get a, a you know a handball against spurs and then last week Arsenal got the handball against Spurs. Same, the same, the same play, basically the exact same thing. Um, in the same position and everything, and he was like, "Oh, he looked lost," you know, a deer in headlights, and then he ended up having to just answer why Arsenal got the pen. He he, he did it. He he did it last night again. The guy the guy. They bring him on as like the refereeing expert. Um, fuck my my room is dark right now. Jesus Christ. Um, they bring him on as like the refereeing expert to like give his opinion or whatever. But the guy is like genuinely just useless. Like it's, the issue is he's good when they're actually getting things right. But now people have actually started asking him, why is this wrong? And he's like, oh. No, but he's he's always been hopeless. Like the guy just agrees with everything the ref does, and like he's just a mouthpiece. The guy doesn't actually give like I any opinions. Doesn't Howard give anything dissenting or anything like that. Howard Webb, exactly why this is given and this isn't. Why did this happen? Like, and not just like, oh, we made a mistake. I want to know why. Hey, yeah, look, don't why stress because England's gonna have to start hiring foreign refs because all the English refs are getting they, they should getting they should. scouted by Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I hope they all fuck off, honestly. Well, they're just they're just so they're just so poorly trained. They they just don't know what they're bloody doing. I don't get it. Like you had that, have that the off- like I'm the best, and that makes it even worse. Oh. They have such a superiority complex, and and they have to. They're so like. Here's the thing, like because when I go from like say watching the Premier League to watching the Champions League or watching other leagues, is that you notice the referees so much more in England versus other competitions. They're just such a focal point or a talking point. The referee should not be noticed. The referee should only ever be noticed when there's like a decision, that's it. But they're just such a central theme of the game, whether it's by design or accident, I don't know. But um, it's too much. You should not be that focused. respect from the referee to the players in England, but there is a respect for the referee to to other players in Champions League. Like you can see. And other leagues, yeah. But then you know it's okay. Hundred We need to respect the refs. It's, it's bullshit. I mean, like that, that, that. Um, but the thing is, well, because they obviously PGM will apologize for stuffing up the VAR. You know but, what? They apologize know. For it with the Man City offside thing, right? They apologize. Yeah, for it. they apologize. Literally the same but, situation. But but not even not only that though. Not only that. What I was going to say is they because they stuffed up the offside for for Liverpool, like they didn't do the line swap or whatever. That's exactly what happened to Arsenal last season against Brentford when they they fucked up the VAR and didn't draw the lines. How do you have all this technology and you're not even using it properly? And how do you I do read. it? Two, I don't know how to do this. Season. Two years in one row. What? Uh, two, sorry, two years in a row. <laughs> what happens if Liverpool? Because they look, they're only like a point behind City, and Liverpool are looking good this year. What happens if Liverpool lose lose a league by a point? I I heard that. Um, what happened was that. The VAR actually thought that the ref gave the goal. And so when they said check complete, they actually meant like the goal should stand, but the ref didn't give the the goal. So when he heard check complete, he didn't give the goal. Well so then why wouldn't the why, why wouldn't the VAR just get in his ear and say, Hey, no, idiot, got it wrong? Like no, they no, have the microphone to talk. One, once he says goal given, like that was it, I'm pretty sure. Well, then they should have been more clear in their communication while doing yes. the VAR uh, check. Yeah. So I don't know how true, but that's just what I, I read. No, Yoni, Yoni is spot on there. Um, So it, it was exactly like that. And once the decision's made, you can't reverse it from there. Ridiculous. But like, you know, you can go into a game at halftime and look at back at the things and go, oh, I, I fucked so many stuff up at halftime and it go, I'm taking away a goal, blah, blah, blah. You can't reverse a decision once it's you made. It's yeah. so unfortunate. And, uh, um, except for like obviously when VAR does it immediately after, I think England's got a real issue of like they need more refs. Um, let's be real, they need more refs, more highly trained refs, and I don't know, I don't, I don't know what the refs get paid in England, but they a lot, like a yeah, I don't know, several hundred, several hundred thousand pounds a year, pretty sure. Yeah, so it's a little, it's a bit ridiculous that they're not like. Getting paid more, I think we you get England's gonna suffer if 
they don't start protecting the refs a bit more, but also making sure the refs are being held accountable, is they're going to suffer from refs not wanting to be there. We already saw, um, like, fans are going to start reacting to what managers say. And, like, we've already seen it. We saw Marino uh, uh, when Anthony Taylor, his wife, and his daughter were attacked by Roma fans trying to get yeah. on the plane back to England. So that's going to, like, I'm not saying it's going to happen in the near future, but if they don't have, like, England doesn't train their refs better or, you know, has more refs. So not maybe, like, you know, you can rotate refs out and actually punish them for when they make bad mistakes. Yeah. And then give them time off to relearn the rules or whatever. I don't know. Like <clears throat> then, then you're gonna have more of these incidents occur, and people aren't gonna want to ref anymore. You already have a problem with refs down like a local football level because no one wants to get abused by parents. Yeah. So like you don't want that there. You know, it's hard enough to get refs as it is. Like you don't want to keep fucking it up. I think, yeah, they, like they they need to be they do need to be held accountable because. Like if I stuff up in my job, I gotta go do more training. So that should be the same for English refs. If they make a mistake, they shouldn't be awarded by you know refing the next match. That should be like, all right, you can't ref that match. You're going to training to relearn the rules. Um, I think FIFA also needs to step in a bit and make sure all, all leagues follow the exact same rules as well. Because so like England, I think is it England that's doing the like you know the ten plus extra long minutes or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not everyone in Europe's doing that yet, you know. And then, and then we had the whole issue of everyone else in Europe was doing five subs, but England was still doing three because they wanted to be difficult. Now you guys are at five subs. Like, rules should just be universal. They should no no league should have different rules from another. Every game, every yeah, hundred percent. And even like as well, England were like a year after everyone in terms of getting VAR. Um, like we they got VAR. I think they got VAR, and I think they got they got goal one tech a year later. I don't know why, but and as you said, well, what you said in terms of fans copying what managers say, it's spot on because managers are already quite like vitriolic on the touchline or after the fact. Eventually, it is going to rub off to the fans. You look at what 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 Arteta does; they have to change the rules because of Arteta the way he carries on. That's going to rub off onto his players. That's going to rub off rub off onto Arsenal fans. God, that's just going to happen. I'm not saying that the referees are bringing it onto themselves in terms of the abuse, but unfortunately. As we've just mentioned earlier, football fans are fucking retarded. So you got to do something to like make sure that everyone's like together and no one's going to get hurt or abused. It's like what happened with Anthony Taylor. Yeah. So otherwise, yeah, you're gonna have if you if we if refs can't ref games, like as much as I'd love for all games to be automatically refed by like a robot or something, that's never gonna happen. Yes, yeah. it's it's, it's, you can't not have a ref there. And if we no ref like, no game. If, yeah, exactly. And, you know, someone will always, always want to do it, but no one's going to want to do it that badly to get abused and, you know, their kids get threatened and shit. Honestly, exactly. they have that little accountability. After, like, the, if they took it, right, as in, like, the actual ref, not just PGM oil afterwards saying, oh, sorry. But if the ref had, like, a one-minute post-match, at least they'll still get abused. They will, but at yeah. least fans will have more of an understanding as to why a decision was made. Yeah. If and, they could admit to a mistake immediately like, after the match, why, I'd be yeah. like, okay, you're an idiot, but I get why you made that mistake. Right now, I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. So, I don't know. And also, if we you know, actually had some proper like media representation, not all made Demi Gallagher, oh, oh, no, good. This, like, the fuck? Like, you just, because not only like, because what you only said is great, like, of course because it shows like with what they currently do, which is not taking proper ownership and you get the mouthpiece in the media, just scrambling and just saying words. It just takes us fools and makes us look, makes us like look stupid. It feels stupid. It's like, come on. Like we, we just, as humans, if people just own up some mistakes, we would, we'll be way more forgiving. You made a mistake, but that's fine. You apologize. You own up to it. We, you know, we'll, we'll grow from it. Especially when it's the same mistake over and over or when mm. like you've got, multiple situations where something similar has happened in like three different games and you've given a different reaction to each. And sometimes they're happening yes. in the same game week. Yeah. Well, yeah, look, same, <laughs> same like time slot. <laughs> I know. Exact same time slot. That's, just, that's I, the crazy thing. I also like, as much as I want refs to be called out when they are bad, it shouldn't come from managers at all, really, to be honest, because that just creates a bias for that team. Like, so Klopp calls out Anthony but Taylor. For yesterday. No, no, I know. Yeah. 
GG. But, it, but yeah, like no, no. You can be, you can show your frustration, but like if he goes, Anthony Taylor's always like this against Liverpool. But he, didn't, he actually was like, oh, you know, you. Can't I know, I know, no. But I'm, I'm just using this as an example because yeah. I think it's happened before. But like if they're like, oh, you know, he always does that. It just creates a bias for that referee, and then the next time, you know, he's put his manager in a Liverpool game, he's gonna be like, well, hold on, I'm just gonna get crucified if I give yeah people a red for this. So maybe it's a yellow, and it's like, well, no, that should be a red. Everyone else thinks that's a red. And, and and as well, like I, I to add to that, like I mean, look, we joke about Varchester United, Liverpool. I've made the joke of Arsenal, but at the end of the day, I don't think no team has like an agenda for them or against them. I like every every team has been a victim of like some sort of fuckery with the referees with the VAR. It's not a specific team thing; it's an everyone thing. It's it's all over the place. Yeah, it's at this point, it's just, I think it's just luck of the draw because we've seen it enough now over the last about four or five years. Where yeah, no team is getting favorited or um unfavorited or disfavored or whatever the word is, they they're just all over the place. And it's luck of the draw if you're gonna be the beneficiary of a decision or not. Because United first game, like talking from your perspective, first game, we got lucky to make away a penalty when Anana destroyed um uh Kaladzevic, the, the, the fucking big bloke. But then on the other hand, we should have had a penalty last night and against Tottenham. I'm sure other teams are in the being the same boat as well. There's no agendas, they're just all over the joint. Yes. That's my two yeah. cents. Yeah, um, sorry, completely agree. I, yeah. <laughs> sorry. It's like, you let me hang in there, guys. Come on. <laughs> I, was like, I was waiting for Yoni to reply. <laughs> I have nothing. Oh. Uh, um, I have nothing to say. Nothing to say. Yeah. Nothing to say. I think it's it's it sums it up basically when you look, you know, you look at the controversial results in other leagues and they're nowhere near as bad as the controversial decisions made in England. And then yep. even in the Champions League, when you do have like that controversial ref, like, it doesn't happen nearly as often. Like I, I'm, there's a Spanish ref that I absolutely hate and a Hungarian ref that I absolutely hate because he was. Very is that is, is a Spanish guy Lahoz the bold dickhead? I think so. And he retired a, though. God, thank God. There was a Hungarian ref as well who was um very biased for Real Madrid against Bayern, and made multiple mistakes that favored Real Madrid. And it's like those those incidents, while you know they don't happen nearly as much as what happens in the Premier League. And you barely ever go like you. You barely ever get a Champions League match where you're like, "Oh, that was horribly refed." So like, it's very much a- it, it's 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 every, it's every week, and there's a reason why they don't get selected for World Cups or for Champions Leagues because they're just not up to the standard of, of everywhere else. Like, I mean, imagine um, the World Cup final, which had some you know some some contentious moments. I couldn't have imagined an, an English ref like an Anthony Taylor or a Mike Dean, um, if he was a refereeing or whomever, um. Paul Tierney, whatever. I couldn't imagine any of those guys refereeing the World Cup final, which had a lot going on. That would just have been a disaster. Mm. Other than that, yes. we've got a little bit more time left. Do we want to do just a quick little game just before we jet off? Because that's basically the extent of our topics for today. Do we want to do like the quick, you know, that game that we played the, at yes. the, the watch along where we, yeah, like do the teams? Let's do it. Let me share my screen. Meanwhile, I'm going to ask you a question. It's going to be a, who am I? It's just going to be a, um, Oh no, it doesn't sound good. Career path. Okay. Okay. Uh, can you guys see that? See my, see the the screen by the way with the game? Yes. Yes. Need me to zoom out or anything? Or is that perfect? No, that's good. good. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. We'll quickly do you. Who am I, Yoni? Uh, I'm going to ignore the really, really early part of his career because you're not going to know it anyway. Okay. But I was at Corinthians. All right. Then I moved to Spurs. Paulino. Yeah, done. Who? Paulino. Ah, damn it. You're so good, Jesse. Well done. Good good guess. I had so much more. As in, like, I was like Guangzhou, Barcelona, Guangzhou. Alejandro. I mean, I wouldn't give it away straight away. <laughs> would, yeah, yeah, straight away. Yeah, Guangzhou. Good job. Good okay, job. let's do this one. Remember, aim of the game to guest players, but make it as rare as possible. Yeah, a French guy who plays played for Nice. That's gonna be hard. I'm just gonna quickly for for here. Islam Slimani. For... No, 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 no. Algerian. Algerian Leicester. I mean, it's better to have Slimani than have... Um, I'm not going to do Mahrez. Mahrez is going to be obvious. You want to go as rare as possible. Uh, hold on, hold on. He he played for Leicester. He like one year and he was shit. He did nothing. Telefonis, yeah. Because I don't think many But people. they had another player. They had another player. That was Algerian? Yeah. Um, Who? 
uh, Rachid Ghazal. Oh, Ghazal? Okay, I didn't know. Oh, R-A-C-H. That's not H. R-A-C-H-R-D-G-E-G-H. Yeah. Who? Did he play for Leicester? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, well, you said Balotelli for Nice. Not many people Balotelli. He's not French, mate. He's not French, mate. Just so you know. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Do um uh Thurum Thurum T H U R Thurum yeah yeah the midfielder which Kefren Thurum okay yeah. but he might be obvious though is that Monica yes um you, I can't can... spot Kefren oh my god oh no Tommy's right. last day Tommy's last day I'm just gonna stop Thurum what's wrong with me yeah no, I spelled no. it correctly man that's bullshit oh, whatever no nah, but surely one, there's, there's gonna be someone less I mean you could do the guy from that tried to. The other day. Um, from Nice, Alexis oh, the, Becker Becker. Who was oh, Becker. the top scorer yeah, when? Yeah, I'm doing uh, Becker Becker. Okay, yeah, yeah. 4%. I hope he's I hope he's okay. I think he is. Um, wasn't it? Was nothing to do with his partner, by the way. Like everyone was saying. Oh, that. where did everyone get that? Where did everyone get that from? Then everyone's <laughs> misleading. Blame blame the woman. Far out. What's wrong with people? He's he's still dating her. Um, it was something to do. He's he's had a lot of mental issues for a while. They knew about it. Um, but and he wasn't never meant to be on his own. Uh, he was oh, uh, Leicester one. Honestly, the only one I can pick for Leicester and France is Conte. There's got to be someone else. Leicester and France. Oh, Leicester and Nice is obviously going to be Schmeichel. Oh, it's not Nice. No, they don't have a connection. There's not a thing. Who's who's French? Who's French and who's French and Newcastle? Um, a lot of people. Is it remember, remember that point they had? They signed like a bunch of French players. They had the midfielder. Um, Goodbye. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But there's some. There's someone. Oh no. There's a player they had. Obertan played for United. Remember, Gabby Obertan. Yeah. Yeah. Obertan. Obertan's good. Yeah. It's better than Goodbye. I'm sure Goodbye would have been okay as well. Goodbye. Goodbye would have been like a a common guess off. Uh, for Nice and um, uh, Monaco, you could do um, Sofiane Diop. Oh, the was, was Diop the, the, these. No, he was the good, like he was the good striker for Nice when <laughs> he was manager. Um, Monaco and Leicester. Tillman is Tillman's the obvious one, but there's got to be someone else who's less obvious. Monaco and Leicester. Besides Yuri Tillman, there's got to be someone else that's less obvious. I'm wondering if there's anyone that's gone the other way, but. Didn't Slomani As... play for Monaco? Nah. Yeah, he did. He, he did? On... Okay. He, he went alone. He did. We can go Islam Slomani. God, he's ugly. Why are these guys so ugly? Jeez. Because they're French. Oh. Like looking in the mirror, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Who could we oh. do for Monaco and Newcastle? Monaco and Newcastle. I'm sure there's a like a big one, but I just can't. Uh, you for Algeria Nice, you could do um, uh, Ben Rama. Said Ben Rama. Yeah. Ben Rahma. Who's Fre- who's who's French Leicester? That's not Kante. They had some other shithead midfielders. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm just thinking top of my head. I assume indeed he's not. <laughs> no, he's, he's Nigerian, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. No way near, there's no way near France. I mean, half of France. <laughs> um, Wesley Fofana, Wait. one that just moved yeah. to Chelsea. Oh, no, it's still obvious, though, isn't it? But, I mean... Kante's more obvious, isn't he? Everyone, everyone would go Kante, surely. Probably. Okay, so we're knowing an Algerian for Newcastle and an Algerian... Sorry, and a Newcastle and Monaco player. I reckon in the 90s, like, there was a... A few, but I just can't think of any. Nineties Newcastle and Monaco players. Did Islam play for um, Newcastle too? No, <laughs> no, no. I did. I'm did he? Sure he did. I'm pretty sure he did. No, this guy's been everywhere. I'm, I'm pretty sure because it was like when he went to Leicester, he fucking was shit, and then he went out and loaded everywhere. Yeah, but I don't think one of them was Newcastle because I think Newcastle at the time had like other strikers. I can only think of one. Oh, old mate from Shulk. I think from Shulk. Sorry. Who? Um. Oh fuck! He was a banker. Uh, Bentaleb or something like that. 
Oh, Nabil Ben Taleb. Oh, yeah, Nick... Newcastle, um, Algerian. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Nabil Ben Taleb. For... Did he play for Tottenham or am I losing my brain there? He did. 46 off. So that's probably the only player then. That's really. So it's who's the a month? Newcastle and. He did? What a whore. Oh, I, I know one, but it's only because I searched it. So. I mean, well, we're here. Uh, Alan St. Max. Okay, there is, I know one in the... No, nah, St. Max didn't play for one. Monaco. St. Max played for uh, Nice, no, actually. He played for Monaco as well, just for one Did game. he? Yeah, yeah, but... Oh, well, hang on. Did you put Frank Dumas? Who the hell's... Well, that's, is that the guy you Googled? You Googled? Yeah, but... I, that, you know how I was telling you there's somebody in the 90s that I was thinking of? That's actually him, but yeah. Can you spell his name? Is it Frank Dumas? With a K as well, I think. Dumas, D-U-M. Oh, Dumas. Yeah, I think like that. Oh, yeah. Dumas. Yeah, a little bit of help from Google, but we succeeded. Yeah, already that's what I was thinking of, actually. Oh, well, oh, there's other... That's it. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, oh, I'm not going to... I'm not oh, going oh, to FBF. Fuck off. Three Algerian players who played. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did, man. Islam Who? Tolmari. Did he play for Newcastle? Yeah. Okay, let me look it up. Slimani. Is Slimani... Did Slimani... Why? What the hell? Is the Islamic job team? Don't ask, mate. <laughs> did he play... Hang on, I'm pulling up his Wikipedia. Yeah, Newcastle. He did play for Newcastle. Four games. This right. guy's had like, such a nothing one. career. The Is there a next one? There's a next one. Isn't there, like, um, if you go football... Can't go women's football. I think I would get him. <laughs> if that though. Um. Oh no. The what? There's there's one from there's one from the from the other day that that I there's showed. There's one that was... has like connections as well and things like that. It's pretty cool. There's this one here. There's another one. There's this. Uh, so that's Nigeria, Belgium, and Ivory Coast. Yes, it's Ivory Coast. Well, I, I know how I can do for Nigeria, um, Italy. Tai Tai Oh yeah. Or we could do Obafemi Martins. <laughs> this is going to be hard because of Eredivisie. Yay! That'll be easy, mate. Um, Ered- <laughs> oh, this could, be Ka- this could be Kanu. The fuck was that? Oh, that was yeah. amazing. Nikwanu Kanu. Just get yeah. the shit out of him, mate. Grab. up. League one, Nigerian. Kante. He's in one. Nkunku. Oh, he's from Senegal, isn't uh, he? Not Nkunku. Um, no, he's French. French. He's French, my friend. Oh man, what a what a horror! <laughs> where, where did Leicester get Ndidi from? France. Yeah, yeah. might have. I don't know. I reckon he would have been. Human I can't remember. Just try Ndidi, and let's see. Oh, I feel like there's someone else that I could that we could use, but okay. With Khid Ndidi. Well done, well done. Yeah, Blame, we're, blam- we're blaming you. No, I'm blaming you, Yoni. Uh, Belgian Serie A. There's a, there's a lot we could do. There's a yeah. lot. There's been a lot of places I played there. Belgium Serie A. I thought it was. I'm thinking, can we do nine golem? Nah. I mean, nah. It's like the most famous Belgian to play in Serie A. Lukaku would have been probably. Lukaku would be. Murders would probably be the most famous, to be fair. Mm, yeah, I mean, he's Napoli's all time leading goal scorer. Guy Nagal, Nagal, Olan, Mr. Smokes a Pack a Day. Oh, this guy's this guy's cooked. I oh, see, it wasn't that, it wasn't that obvious. Who's okay? Who's a Belgian, Belgian area to Vissi? You could do all the world or Vertonga. <clears throat> yeah, you could do the Boyne. No, he couldn't. No, no, you can't. He played, played, he played for Gank, yeah. <laughs> Gank, what. Oh Nothing. my gosh, shut up. You're such, you're, such, you're such a child. I am. I kind of I, I rate it. I'm not going to lie to you. I do rate it a fair bit. Um, Who's a Belgian that played for played in the area? Did see? Yeah. A lot, I'd imagine, because they're right next door to each other. Yeah, I know, but like, who's like a like a, a more a vague one, an obscure one? Um, Belgium has... Oh, uh, no. Kudos is not Belgium, right? No, he's going in. 
Oh, you could do um. Hmm. Well, uh, Bakayoko, Johan Bakayoko. Who the fuck he's is that? Playing. He's a player that plays. What for, did he play for? In... He plays for PSV right now. Does he? Yeah, he's a He's twenty years old. Oh, I'm thinking of what's his name then. This guy. Yeah. Cool. What about a Belgian in Ligue 1? There's been a lot, but let's try and keep it vague-ish. Um, <clears throat> oh. I mean, the, the backup answer is in Hazard. Um, yeah, but... Oh, I was about to say, he didn't play in League 1. Yes, he did. Um, uh, Doku, is he Belgian? Doku. Oh, yeah, we could do Doku because he played for played for Starren, didn't he? I think so. I think he's French. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, no, he's Belgian. Belgian. No, because he Belgian. played because the first time I saw him was for Belgium in the Euros. Yeah. Jeremy Doku. A lot of people would do him now because he plays at City. No, oh, that's all right. Nigerian. Who's an Ivorian? Oh, do you want to go a Nigerian in league on? Because we're gonna because we're gonna miss out on one. So what's like what's like an obvious one? An Ivorian that's played in league on, you could do Drogba. You could do a few because there's like a lot of Ivorians that they play in league on because you know, former colony. You could do Drogba, um, you could do you, you could Javinia. do one of the Fafanas. You can do Javinia for Syria. You can. I like that. The forehead. Yeah. Fuck what? The first one is the first Why one. Why there's so many fucking Javinios? My gosh. Oh, he was obvious. You it's suck. Acorn. Acorn. Did Acorn play in League One? Who? A Acorn. You know, like Akon, like, like what? Like, I'm so lonely. Yeah, that guy. My oh, boy. My God. <laughs> oh my Nigerian. God. No. No, I think he's like some other African country. I think it's Senegal, isn't it? Like the one day we built the, he built like a, all the water there. Okay, for um, the Irish flag that's not Ireland. You um, mean Ivory Coast? Ivory. Yeah. And you could do um, uh, Seco for Fana. For league, that's what I was thinking. You could do any, you could do a lot of the Fafanas. Yeah. Could you do Yusuf Fafana, who's currently no, he's French actually. Never mind. Stick we'll go Seko Fafana, who oh. left the Champions League to play in Saudi Arabia. Nigerian League One, um, Ibrahim Sangari. Well, this one, yep, yes, that's a good answer, actually. Ibrahimus yeah. Ibrahim Sangari because he has just left PSV. Who, who are the top picks? Lekaka. Oh, Eden oh, Hazard. Look. <laughs> 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 oh, JJ Kocha. Oh, oh well. All right. Shit. No, here's what it is. All righty. Well, that's that. Um, guys, do we have anything that we want to end on before we call it a day, or we good? That's all. Uh, we did forget to talk about Ossenheim and Ossenheim. Ossen who? Uh, Napoli, you know, Victor. I, I just Osman. freaking turned on my webcam far out, but I'm angry at myself. Put a camera on, yeah. I just the whole time I was recording without without my camera, and I'm pissed oh, off now. Oh, we could see you though, I could see you. No, 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 I mean, like the one that I paid for. Oh, sucks. Or sucks. Oh, well, oh, well, here's what it is. <laughs> um, but <laughs> if that's if that's <laughs> it for today, uh, guys, thank you all for tuning in. We will. See you guys next time. Like I said, like we always say, just leave feedback, leave comments about things you want to discuss, like, things of that nature, that crap too. Um, otherwise, take care. Have a good week. Virtually combined.